today we're talking about whether or not I actually work. <laughs> I know the answer. <laughs> does kenji actually work this question has come up from a few people lately dude do you actually work okay so we are gonna maybe debate that but the actual thing we're talking about is is taking some time off how to handle travel away from your home base like you know take vacations go to conferences or just be somewhere that's not primarily focused on doing client work or running your firm? Or can you travel and do those at the same time? Or should you even try to do that? <laughs> I honestly do not know whether we at Acuity do this right or wrong with all of our travel, um, but we're going to talk about how we've handled it here. <laughs> so um, let's get into it. All that, all that today here on Drink While You Think, the happy hour conversation where a couple of guys talk about the very, very weird, bizarre ways we're building our firm. I'm your host, Kenji, with my trusty co-host, Matthew, here. Um, Matthew, do we have a sponsor today? Very sadly, we have no sponsor today on Drink While You Think, and nobody, nobody has sent us beer. Oh, <laughs> if you'd like to sponsor Drink While You Think, please just send us beer. We're ready for you. We'll line you up. We don't have a backlog anymore. Here we go. So, What are you drinking today, dude? Actually, you know what? Here's what we can do. Um, I'm drinking today. It's the Wild Leaf ETA. They're calling it a transcontinental IPA. I'm assuming that must mean some kind of East Coast, West Coast IPA combo. Wild Leaf's a Georgia beer. I think it's just down in LaGrange, Georgia. But you know where I got this beer from? Where? I got home from all this travel we're going to talk about. And my sweet wife had a bunch of just kind of random beers in there to welcome me home. So this is from her. So I should probably appreciate if we said, okay, drink what you think this week is sponsored by Buckhead, you know, BIP Ventures. So BIP Ventures. Okay. You know. and, and and Rochelle. And so, Rochelle. Um, I am drinking. Um, I, I have somebody to thank for this beer too, because um Nicole Davis, because she's a dork, send us a gift card for referring her a client. But um, Nicole, this is what I'm drinking with the Wines and More gift card. This is one of the 11 different stouts that I had lined up where Kenji's been out of town. So half of them are gone. This is the Terrapin Wake and Bake. It's a cough milk, coffee oatmeal imperial stout. And it is a, isn't it a nine percenter? I think. I think it is. So it's my kind of beer, right? So 9.4 percenter. So exactly uh, like you. This one's a seven point something. My eyes are too bad to see the small able, but like. So we got some heavier beers here today. Dude, that sounds exactly like you. I love Terrapin beer too. That's a great brewery. And um, oh, that's a Matthew beer if I've ever seen one. So the best part, dude, right now is Wrecking Bar. Who, um, For those of you that don't know, if you ever want to run into Matthew in Atlanta, you just go to Wrecking Bar at about 5.30 in the afternoon because he's 80. Um, and uh, they're having their stout deal. Uh, so cheers, man. Cheers, so, dude. It's been a while. All cheers. Hmm. Oh, before we get started, What's we yummy? should probably we should probably also, since we don't have a sponsor, uh, plug uh, Bridge of the Gap uh, for Randy Crabtree. Uh, if you guys are interested yeah, in going to a, an, a, I think uh, hopefully it's going to be a cozier conference than like the big QuickBooks Connect. It's, man, when I looked at the people going, I'm really excited about <laughs> it. Uh, is a coming. lineup. It's a killer lineup. Excluding killer us, lineup. coming to uh, Chicago, be hot as hell in August, but um, everywhere. Oh, but Chicago uh, so, in the summers. 
perfect. So, I love Chicago in the summertime. So, yep. Bridging so the gap. Conference. Hot place like Atlanta. Let's come up to Chicago and into August and uh, hang out. Both of us will be there. So yeah, just the teaser that we won't even tell you. Go take a look at the speakers. It's it's a it, it it's a great lineup. So other than uh, these two out. jokers, other than us two. Uh, so cheers. Also, I'm gonna say something real quick, Matthew. You probably shouldn't call someone who sends you beer a dork. Don't call Nicole Davis a dork. Oh, she's. Or you a dork, maybe can. So she did not have to send us that this nice gift card, but she did. So, so awesome. Okay, let's so, get into so it. What are you, um, um, here's the does, deal. Matthew. Does Kenji work? Is that so? The yeah. Oh, let me just yeah. So in Q2, I went and did a little math. I think this constitutes work. Um, I have spent in quarter number two 45 days traveling. There's only, you know, 90 days and a quarter typically. So half my time spent away from home here in Atlanta. Now, almost all that time was spent with, you know, the accounting profession, with doing things in the accounting profession. But I've definitely had a few people like say, come on, man, do you actually work? Like, how are you always traveling and all these things? Matthew, do I work? <laughs> um, This is a, this is. This is actually a hard thing to wrestle with. It is. There are um, some deeper things here that it's because kind of funny, yeah. no in a business partner relationship. Yeah. This is a hard thing, right? Because sometimes there's a perception that some of the stuff that one of the partners gets to do is more fun or more enjoyable or um, whatever um, than the other person. So, in all seriousness, like the way that we've split up working on the business and even continuing now with Lisa and Patty walking through who's accountable for what at Acuity. One of Kenji's responsibilities is making sure Acuity's name is known in the industry um, and represents us with large relationships. Like we've kind of outlined that in our our latest reorg. So I, I can't tell you it's easy to watch Kenzie go to Italy and be on boondoggles and watch him with all of my friends um, more than I get to go to. That's not easy, but that's kind of an internal thing. But from a work perspective, um, the way we've split it up, it definitely is work. Uh, he does have to stay accountable to us uh, as his business partners and um, and to the company, um, which I think he does a pretty good job of. Um, so he's probably surprised I'm saying this. Um, but um, it, it can be honestly very challenging to the other partners um when he's doing what like because only the fun things go on social media and that's usually the glimpses you get is like the fun time at the whatever you're doing at bucky's with cowboy hats with fresh books (laughs) or you're driving aston martins with expensify but you know um the things that a lot of people don't see that i know about when we when you when we debrief after is like what the uh, roadmap looks like, like what it looked like in the room with some of the feedback sessions with when it got serious, um, uh, the one-on-one conversations with some of the the tech influencers or peers um, that we need to bounce stuff off of. Um, as, from my perspective, it makes my job easier too for the way we split it up because when we have a problem, there is not a person externally that I've ever ever reached out to um, that has said, hey, we don't have time for you to help you out because Kenji's laid a lot of groundwork and done a lot of effort helping other people first and, and laying the groundwork, doing the right thing the way we think it should be done. But it's not all fun and games. So that's my pitch for you, dude. 
I I am honestly a little flabbergasted. That's not how I expected that to go. I did have some other follow-up questions you kind of that you kind of hit on, but like I was waiting to uh just get kind of blasted and, and all um just because you know you you and I love to love the teas and all those things. Well, it I mean it sucks when you're not the yeah. one in Italy. Like I, I mean, I mean, I mean, that sucks. Like it that does. Like that's that hard. Does. Like and it yeah. I mean I worry sometimes too. Like uh, one of my concerns is like Kenji's doing does a weekly video to our staff, and sometimes he's in all these places. And I worry about the staff not understanding how we've split stuff up, yeah, or yeah. Um, or new people to Acuity that don't know Kenji and don't know that he takes this role seriously. Like I worry about them thinking like this is just a boondoggle or something like that because he kind of does his little happy Kenji fun loving thing everywhere he goes, and it's always some beautiful place. But I know the backstory. I know why we're doing it. I know we've talked about that's the things we want to do. Um, so I have a little more insight, um, but it doesn't make it easier in the moment. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. But dude, I I love you. I tell we we actually we do we do tell each other how much we love each other all the time. That's usually after we've given each other a hard time. But I I love you. I appreciate you saying that um, because you know. It was something where I, I look at this and I'm like, wow, 45, I mean, half of the month, not in my own bed, like, right, traveling. That yeah. is, and, and that is, that's extreme. That's an extreme case, but I was being reflective on this and thinking, man, this is tough. And I know this past Monday when I kind of got back, you know, I, I, well, our first time we talked, we kind of got back and I said to you, I'm like, man, I just, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I feel like, I did a really good job of holding some things down on the family front. That that worked pretty well. I was able to bring some family members out on a couple of my trips. So we kept that going. That was important. But I was like, boy, I feel a bit disconnected and was feeling kind of guilty and all the things. And I think that's probably something that firm owners go through. Like, can I take time away? Like, it, it, are things going to fall apart or, or are people going to understand or am I being selfish? And um, now granted, I'm, you know, yeah, I, I think that, there's parts of this where I'm like, I really, of course, I enjoy the fun things, but um, there is, I think there's times you have to kind of get out of your space. And we have talked about this. You literally, when you kick this off, Matthew, and I threw it over to you about, do I work or not? You went right to where like I had a, I I did when I was planning out our talk today or here on the pod was like, it really comes down to how we divided up responsibilities. You went right there. Like we've been, we have been intentional about you know, externally versus internal facing and where we need to apply resources and things like that. But I, I certainly came back feeling kind of guilty, like guilty, like, man, I don't have as good sense of how everybody's doing. And I think some of that is, I think, natural in the sense that you want to make sure you're providing value to your team members and your colleagues around you. Um, you kind of want to be needed sometimes. That's a feeling you feel like we we all want to to have. And I think it's also something that's just an uncomfortable place to where I think you gave me some good reassurance on that of like, hey, that's something we're trying to do right now. We've been doing it for years and we're doing it every single day is try to get stronger operationally where we as an organization are just stronger and not so dependent on one person. And I think scaling yourself and getting all these great team members, we're seeing so many leaders pop up at Acuity, which is great. And I want the same for them to be able to go travel. We've had, um, you took some time off too for vacation. Uh, we've seen Patty in the past take a good amount of time when they had a kid, you know, who was graduating time off over the summer to do a long countrywide road trip. Lisa's done this. So 
We want to see our team members take the time off, but it's a little hard. It's a little tough mentally, probably for the people who your colleagues who are back there still running the business. And I think it's a it's a tougher time too for the for the um the person who has been traveling of like, yikes, did I just shirk my responsibilities and, and what are we getting out of it? But it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think on the latest one, like I usually don't feel that disconnected from you. Um, but this time, like this quarter for sure, yes. Yeah. Like, so I don't think I was quite ready for the the volume because it's usually like we're pretty good about making it two, three day trips and not and then you had back to backs where you're at least two weeks out, like solid. Um, and those were in the those were like within I don't think you were here a week in between those. No. Um, so like there was definitely a run this time where there was a disconnect. We needed to reconnect. Like we're still working on that. Like this next three days are gonna be really important for me. Like yeah. just getting back on track with like okay, this is what's happened. This is what more debriefs from what happened on your, on your stuff, more debriefs what happened internally, like, yeah. um, and getting up to speed. Um, yeah, but, um, it, it man, is nice you know, that, yeah. Coming off this trip that we're hitting the, the Matthew's referring to our three-day leadership offsite. So that'll be a great point where we're pretty focused on acuity with all of our leaders. And for me, that'll be good to kind of get to bring some things back, external viewpoints into the leadership group, and also really take from all of them, like how are things going? Where do we stand? So that'll be a good, it's a good way to kind of get a reset going for sure. Yeah. For sure. But um, yeah, it's it's funny because I think as we think about dividing up responsibilities around travel, uh, I mean, again, there's just some things you have to go do. I mean, certainly everyone, we've talked about this, everyone should go recharge your batteries and go take vacation. You you did a bit of that with your family, which is awesome. Also, we're able to kind of visit some team members down in the Caribbean. I'm really pumped. You got, every, you got to do that. Everyone should be doing a bit of that. But with these conferences and all these advisory councils, you typically have to get on a plane and go do those things. And they can be a lot. Um but they can be a lot of fun too, but they're a lot. I think the good part about that for me is it probably anybody's built for that. I'm kind of built for that. I just really enjoy it. I get energized by the travel. I I, I just, I'm a little bit weird that way. Um, so I can it do is, it. But even, even that was a lot, man. It just pisses me off that you lose weight when you travel. So you can, <laughs> you can that, that would, I'm just telling everybody out that. So everybody hates you equally as well. Because when Kenji travels, Either like he's comes back like down a couple pounds. Like you're just well, like, here's this will make you feel better. You know what I'm losing? I lose muscle mass when I travel. I'm not, you know, me, I'm pretty I don't, rigorous I don't about care. my none uh, of us we, care. Weight's weight. Oh, none of me, us care, dude. Like for me, it drives me crazy. I cry hate us a river. The rest of us gain five pounds every time we travel. Jerk oh, I know. Yeah. But for me, it's tough. It's tough putting on muscle as a skinny, as a skinny little guy. So I hate that it makes I feel like I'm either way, I feel like I'm stepping backwards. I'm like, oh man, all those gains. But yeah, it's hard to it's hard to do that. Um you know what anyway, I've been thinking about? What's that? I've been thinking because my tenure just happened. Mm-hmm. Like I've been thinking a lot about like, and I know we've never done this, but like the value of sabbatical, like an extended disconnect beyond a vacation i don't have any thoughts on it but i've just been thinking about it lately like it's just would would you yeah so you don't have any thoughts about it do you you know do you have a leaning one way or the other like do you think well would you would you personally like to do it or was it like i don't know i don't i mean that would mean that i would that was a hundred percent comfortable with everybody like everything was under control like it's a great corporate governance exercise i would guess 
for for any company to sure. do that for 90 days right um so um one of my buddies his company does it to where every i think it's every five years they have to take a mandatory 60 days off or 90 days off wow. or something, and they have to do like they have to take their sabbatical and i don't know if that's a governance thing or mm. employee health or a perk uh, Could be a or bit like of all those things making but if you think about it like if you're if you force that and then it's like mandatory vacation it's like you yeah. know like, we do, do it in fraud prevention or in, in the accounting departments but in the corporate realm or if you think about as a firm owner um you, that means you have to be sustainable like you gotta yeah. be you oh, i think i think that is 12 fantastic. weeks that would be interesting, right? So I, I, I think, think that part's fantastic. But I guess my, you, you mentioned something about, you know, health, like in probably mental health and just your emotional health of taking the time away. Would you like, how would that impact yours? Like, if you were to think about, like, okay, great. Let's say it was sustained, everything worked fine. Like, would you like being that disconnected? Or you're like, oh, it's too much. Well, I feel like for me, well, the, the hardest part about that is like, what would I do instead? Yeah. Because what could be done in like 12 weeks or whatever, like maybe if it was like the summer Ivy graduates or something, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Patty and Scott did yeah. with like yeah. the the road trip the trip yeah. uh, with Sam and, and like doing all that fun stuff. Like I can see, like I would want to do something meaningful in the 12 weeks or the yeah. eight weeks. And I don't have anything meaningful that I could think of. <laughs> Plus, you have all these other responsibilities, and I'm like they don't go away either. It's not like work is the only thing we've committed right. to. Here, roles, we're on boards, we're on other stuff. Like, so it doesn't just like stop with the flip of a switch. So it's no, kind of it's it's like do you, have, do you does it mean you can't go to conferences? You can't like do your advisory work? You can't like what? I I'd find that part hard. I'd find, I find I'd, that part hard. Very difficult because there's a lot of aspects, and there's a lot of aspects of. of our roles at acute that I really like. I really enjoy yeah. them. Like I'm really excited to see everybody next week at the leadership office. Like that's just such a great and the ideas flowing. Like I would miss that. And yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's tough. You, um, you know the closest thing I've come to like what I'd be willing to do, but I don't think I can talk Laura into it. What's that? Being the replacement host for BNBs. So like people that own BNBs that need to go on vacation. Like there's people that go in and like sub for them. And you stay there for two weeks and you do the bre- make breakfast for everybody and do the like the stuff like you're running the B&B so they can yeah. go on vacation. Then you come back. So there's a gig you can get and you kind of rotate through the B&Bs. So I could do like six B&Bs with people doing their two-week vacations. Wouldn't that be so – couldn't I'll, you I'll see give, me doing that? I can. I'll give people a little insight. And maybe at some point, maybe even this next week we do – we we wouldn't do drink while you think, but maybe we do some video around this is um, Matthew – loves hosting. He really loves hosting. And so when we do these off sites, he gets so excited because everything from like, you know, he wants to get, um, especially like around meals, he's really loves to put on like meals and do in the morning, he's got breakfast going for everybody and he's checking in on everybody. And, uh, evenings, he's got a couple of special meals. He's already got one of his, his, his fajita dinner. He's already got planned for next week, which he's, he's like the master of all the stuff there. He loves Loves, loves, loves like hosting. And so this concept, your people are probably like, what in the world? Like B&B host, that sounds, oh no, I've seen it real time. He freaking loves to like 
Dude, everybody wake up in the morning I, and come out to breakfast. Like, is your happy time? I, I would have the coffee and I'd, have, I'd be like, I'd have a special and then I would customize the other things if they weren't ready for it. <laughs> like, but if I had got somebody like you that ate, like, I want granola and fruit, I'd be so pissed. I'd be <laughs> like, I want somebody who wants eggs and bacon and is on vacation. I'm I'm like, shifting. I'm moving more eggs. We go go egg crazy. I'm up in my protein game in a big way. So you'll feel better about this, this retreat. I'll, I'll be more... I'll probably still eat a little bit of granola and fruit though, just because you know that's yeah. me. Um, but I think those are there. There's many, many great things I think that that travel can bring you. I mean, there's certainly time away from work. I think it's a good point to where you just mentioned of um, can you do from a governance perspective uh, and just a sustainability perspective of like how how strong is the business? Can I step away for a little bit? What gaps are there? I was talking to. A friend of mine, a friend of ours, who's an EO, the Entrepreneurs Organization, telling me about some other fellow EO members who build this in as owners, and they have a very scripted. Sounds similar to what you mentioned earlier. Scripted. They leave, and they have, and they unplug out of the business, but they do a bunch of measurements of before and after they leave. Take a look at what things happen in the business, and they actually use that as a bit of course correction for them. They kind of take a sense. They take a look at like who's stepping up in leadership. Who maybe was, you know, going, hey, the owners are away. Time for me to slack off a little bit. They take a look at that. So they do it very, you know, kind of scripted and very particular in a process way to kind of figure out where the weak points are and almost flush out some weak points. I, I'm curious to see what that all looks like. But I think there's some good benefits that travel can bring in just getting away from the business. Um, I know for me, it's something that I, I feel like my ideas and my thoughts flow so much easier. Like I just, just knew for something about the stimulus of traveling, like just gets my synapses kind of going and firing. Um, I feel so much more creative and the ideas just come easier than if I'm in the same spot and the same kind of four walls. It's just, it's so, I don't know about you. If there's things like when you travel, um, like what, like positive benefits you get besides just seeing a new place or whatever, what, what comes to mind? Well, I mean, we're we're straight off our family vacation, and I have to tell you. Um, so my wife made a rule: nobody could bring their cell phones. So my two kids, my wife didn't bring their cell phone, and we had we had mine, but it was for because we were driving around the island and we needed a GPS. I didn't check, I didn't check email or Slack for seven days, and they didn't have their phones, so they couldn't do anything. Yeah, and you know, I think there's just a part where technology is so intrusive in our lives right now that we just don't acknowledge that it was just a refreshing time to kind of reset to how life used to be a little bit where kids were playing cards and playing chess and stuff like that so and there was time to think yeah there was time to read there was not a 15 second tiktok every 12 seconds (laughs) in your synapses where you can kind of calm down and and stop and think. Um, and I think more people probably should think about doing that with their families and doing it personally. So I agree. I, I think that's a, um, I don't think I've ever thought about it consciously, but I know that my technology usage really declines when I'm traveling, even if I'm on a conference, right. And you're trying to connect with people and things there, but like, you're just, you're out and about, you're stimulated by the travel experience. You're looking at a new Vista you've never seen before. You're going to a new place. And 
um, you know, as soon as you take pictures and things of it there, and you have to have responsibilities to probably get on the, the the phone more often to check in at home or with people at work. But I still find myself, by and large, I'm on my devices way less when I'm traveling. And I don't think I've ever, that's not a conscious thing. It's just kind of a natural process of like, well, there's something to see. There's somewhere new to go, like an experience. And like, I don't want my head in the phone when I'm doing it. So yeah, that's a great one. That's a great one. Uh, there's so much health stuff that comes with traveling. Like, I swear to God, like w- when we're traveling, we'll be like, Hey, let's walk to the restaurant. I mean, it's like a mile and a half away. Like yeah. when in when in Atlanta would you walk a mile and a half? I, I like, we were looking we, at yeah. We won't our walk steps six blocks to our no. normal restaurant. No way. No, no so, way. Uh, it is funny looking at your step count. Like when you're traveling, it is we were saying that happened in Italy, Vegas, all these places to where guess what? We ate and drank like crazy, but our like step count was off the freaking charts, right? Yeah. And so it's funny how some of that does end up like leveling out a little bit. Um, you have any, when you travel, um, so think about it from a work perspective. Is there anything you do when you travel, like you're going out operationally from a firm owner that you're like, you do like, do you, is there certain out of office reminders, client notifications? Do you shift work to different times in the evening? Like, is there things, any strategies or well, more tactics that you have operationally for handling travel? Well, the only time I do out of office is when I'm not checking email. Okay. So if I'm on a trip where I'm not checking email, I will put an out of office. Otherwise, I'll never do an out of office. Yeah. Um, the When I'm traveling for advisory boards and stuff like that, that tends to be more like a check with somebody who can cover for you, kind of for me. I guess we're incredibly fortunate here to have uh, not just one person that can cover for you, but like four different people that can cover for you yeah. on different items throughout the organization. But just creating um, that expectation, uh, making sure I, I do well, I feel like we're doing a lot better as a company communicating when like, say the top 12 of us are out, like just making sure that people know that 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 may affect people's schedules and, and stuff right. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're, we're publicizing people's like out of office time and when it's true out of office and when it's just work out of office and you can be like, hey, I'm going to be spotty. I have been getting better about updating Slack for internal. Like I'm in a conference, so it's going to take longer than normal to respond, but I'm still responding. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't have any good tips. You probably are better because you're, dude, you're like, you still work out when you travel and all that kind of stuff. I'm terrible. I try to. I, I try to do that. I, I mean, lose, from, I lose all that stuff. So, yeah, I, I've, I've been very specific about trying to get better about that. Um, I probably focus, I'm even a little more attuned to like my nutrition and things like that when I travel. Because honestly, like you're going out late at night and, and, and the travel we do, again, this past quarter, the majority of it has been within the accounting community. And those are some of my closest friends developed. And so we're we're trying to spend as much time as we can together, which means, yes, we'll go out late at night and I want to be with them and things. And so for me, it's a good reset health-wise. I'm like, I like to work out. I like to move and be active physically. That is, uh, it just kind of resets my brain and is helpful for me. Um, I've learned to do that when I travel. Um, I've learned to try to be out in the sunshine out in the outdoors as much as I possibly can. You and I, even like when we go to Vegas, we have hotels. We prefer that like actually have outdoor balconies and things where fresh air and stuff like that. I think it's just good, good and healthy. Um, 
Yeah, on notifications, I, I used to be a little more. Actually, everybody who knows me well, and especially our team knows, I don't even really use email. I'm, I'm on email. I don't interact over email. I'm looking for things coming inbound externally. So I respond to those. And I can still, I find that I can still manage that just fine when I'm traveling. But I used to, when I had many more in, uh, emails coming in, uh, I did use an out-of-office notification that I stole from a guy named Brad Feld. Brad uh, Feld is a very prominent venture capitalist out of Boulder. And he had this really cool out of office message that basically just said, you know, whatever he was doing, he's like, hey, I'm out of the office with my family for the next week um, from this date to this date. And he said, any message received between this date and this date, I will automatically archive. So if basically kind of meaning delete, if you would like me to respond, please make sure you follow up with me after this date. And he's had a one day buffer for like, let's say he was getting home on the 10th of June. He'd say, send me a message on the 12th or after. But because if you sent me one now, I'm deleting it. I'll never see it. And so he'd come back. He'd literally come back and select all new emails and hit archive all of them. And then he'd do that on his first day back. And then the next day was the, the prompt for where, if hey, if somebody really needed you while they were out there. They were told to kind of, hey, hit me back up on this date. And he always followed up. And I did that a couple, I used to do that. And it was amazing how many people, like I think I had measured at one point of like, I had something stupid, like a thousand emails I missed over a week and something like four or five of them followed the prompt and said, hey, I saw you were out. I wanted to make sure I followed it. And, I, and here's the best, I replied to him immediately. It was really interesting to where um, I don't use that anymore. Just because I'm barely on email, I feel like honestly, and I can manage externally. But that was an interesting one where just really clear expectations, like, "Hey, I am out. I am not only am I not reading this message, I'm not going to go back through this inbox through this terrible, like, junk of an inbox. I'm literally going to delete all of it to get back to inbox zero. And if you need me, hit me up on this day, and we'll restart it again. I think that's an interesting way to let people really know expectation wise, or whether you set like to your point a Slack. Um, notification or like, here's where I'm at. That's important. I think that helps people get the, I also like to find a few times if I can just to go on and like block some work and just spend time knocking out some, it makes me feel better if I'm a little bit more connected there, but um, all right. Well, so speaking of travel and you mentioned some at the top of this, let's talk about where are we traveling next? So that maybe some, we can connect with some more of our friends. What, what are the next points of travel on on the list here i've got um, seven trips planned do you through the year oh so that's just rundown. that's the work trips that's not the yeah. personal stuff give me the rundown of the work stuff oh i can do the personal first so i got mom and dad we're gonna meet mom and dad and my brothers in um in uh galveston nice. so go do that with all the families so we'll do that for fourth of july then ivy and i are gonna go up to Oshkosh, Wisconsin, to Oshkosh. The, the National High School Drone Competition. We're going to do some college searches. She's a junior in high school, for those of you who don't know. What, what's, so, the, what's the competition? It's the National High School Drone Competition. Drone. Okay, they said drone. Drum. drone. They, oh, cool. they have a five-person drone team, and she's the video. She does the video for the pilot, and she's been working on her drone nice. certifications and all that kind of stuff all summer. 
Um, so we'll be up there and it's during like a big air show in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. The crazy thing is we're going to drive that. So that's going to be <laughs> a cr- crazy trip through your old stomping grounds. I think we might even hit yeah, champagne West. Oh on the gosh. way. After that, heading out to bill.com's uh, advisory board. Uh, I believe that's the next trip after that. Uh, after that, I think doing um, a permissionless, which is a blockchain conference. That's a September trip. Uh, I think my October trip. Uh, let's see, we got XPAC in November. We've got QuickBooks Connect in November. We've got Digital CPA in December. I've got some other. Oh, I'm going to St. Lucia again for my forum in October. That's my October. Oh, really? So we're going to take my uh, engineer both in business owner forums or small groups, and we're doing um, that. And then my accounting forum, we're going to meet before QuickBooks Connect. So oh, the nice. seven that we—that's what we call our group. We're going to meet before that. So, and then do I have something else that's not planned? Oh, Chicago. Randy yeah, in August. Uh, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're going up to Chicago in August. So that's the August trip. So July is bill.com. And then August is uh, um, the, the conference up in Chicago. So nice. Yeah. Mine are pretty similar to that. You were leaving for our leadership retreat here, North Georgia here in just a couple of days. Then there's Gusto next. Uh, I'll be at oh. that one. That's August um, in August 7th through 11th around there. I'll be out there in San Francisco. My EO retreat will be in Charleston and later in August. And then that unique CPA conference at the end of August we've talked about. Uh, that's the same thing as the Bridging the Gap conference. Bridging the Gap. That's one. Yeah, we keep calling yep. it a different thing. It's unique CPAs conference. They do, they do too. Every time they email me, they, they email me with a different conference name too. So, so Bridging uh, the Gap, Trimary, CPA. Chicago. It's all the same thing, everybody in, in Chicago. And, and then um, I've got a few other personal trips in there, mostly to go see kids in college and things like that. We've got our leadership retreat one more time again. Oh, but then no. QuickBooks Connects. QuickBooks Connect in uh, Vegas, November 13th through 17th. That's going to be crazy because that's the week of Formula One, which is just mind-blowing. That's going to be, I think, a super Super. cool week to be out there. Then we'll be right back out there again for Digital CPA. Um, We need to get our rooms for that. I forgot. We haven't done that yet. Yeah, we'll do that. So we got a bunch of them out there. I mean, I hope that we get a chance to see a bunch of our friends and folks out there. Uh, Again, I think travel can be great. It can be stressful. Um, I think again, as you get, we were really fortunate that as you get a little bit bigger, like we are, we've been able to kind of divide and conquer a little bit. Um, but I will say, I miss, I miss it when you and I don't get to travel together. Usually, you and I travel together quite a bit. We've had a couple of trips this quarter uh, together. Uh, one we took intentionally with Jason Ackerman to kind of get away and have some windshield time and just a lot of fun and talking. That was awesome. But we'll get some more coming up here soon. Um, anyway. Hope other folks get a chance to kind of travel with us and meet us out there, out and about. I hope you get a chance to do it if you enjoy travel, but I think it can be beneficial if you manage it correctly. Let's rate some beers. Oh, Ready? I, I thought I thought of a sponsor too. Well, you did. Well, oh, I yeah. pulled this up. Give me a sponsor. <clears throat> Drink What You Think is sponsored by Trinet. Trinet. <laughs> In addition to their payroll services, now has bought Claris R&D and offers R&D credits. Trinet, thank you for taking us to the Atlanta United because that was really fun this week. That was really fun this week. We threw way too many many sponsors. Because they bought us beers. We have to give them maybe a separate shout out. We don't have so many people who are selling tax credits that we're shouting out on the same episode. That said, 
that was awesome experience with Essie. Oh, Essie's and been with John and Dustin Elizabeth. They were they were awesome. They were awesome. Um, I'm drinking this ETA IPA. Someone else here says that here in the comments that they they they, they think here on Untapped, which is our social rating uh, of our beer, that it tastes like old weed. I, I don't know that it tastes like old weed. I kind of like it. Maybe I like the taste of old weed. I don't know. I'm going to give it a 4.0. I liked it. I thought it was more. East Coast and West Coast style. And Matthew, again, you were drinking the Terrapin Wake and Bake. There it is. Oh, I, I, I'm super curious. Matthew, how did this come out? It came out like a 425. It was I a, knew it. I knew it. That's a that's a Matthew, like right in your freaking zone. That is so I Matthew. Mean, that's how that's how beers should be made right there. Right there. So. People, don't forget to go to Untapped. I mean, you can see. Unfortunately for us, all of the beers we've consumed, how we've rated all of them, it's a bit of our drinking history here on Drink While You Think, um, which could be dangerous, actually, if you got out publicly. But oh, you don't have your can to show people what it is? Yeah. I'm empty, so I, would, I could show them the empty glass. But okay, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks Cheers for joining. We'll catch you next time. Cheers, everyone.